0: You are listening to You and the Truth, where we will give you the truth face-to-face. Now what you do with it is up to you. The biggest issue I see with so-called AI experts is that they, they think they know more than they do. Um, and they think they're smarter than they actually are. Um, in general, we are all much, much less smart, dumber than we think we are, um, by a lot. So this, is, this tends to play smart people. Um, they just can't, they, they define themselves by their intelligence and they, they don't like the idea that a machine could be way smarter than them so they discount the idea which is fundamentally flawed. That's the wishful thinking uh, situation. I'm really quite close to, I'm very close to, to the cutting edge in AI and it scares the hell out of me. Um, it's capable of vastly more than almost anyone knows. And the rate of improvement is exponential.
1: Hey guys, welcome to You and the Truth, where we bring you face-to-face with the truth. And sometimes it's not easy to handle the truth. Uh, You know, it scares a lot of people. Uh, This is a follow-up to Artificial Intelligence Part 1. Fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. Um, I'm not going to belabor this. I have with me today one of my co-hosts. Jason Rodriguez, dear friend of mine, family member. I just love to have him on the show because I just I could listen to him all night. It's fantastic. So, Jason, uh, how are you doing today?
0: Doing great. Thanks for having awesome, me back man. on.
1: It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to have you here. A couple of things, Jason. Do everyone, excluding me, a favor and could just do a short recap on part one of artificial intelligence.
0: Okay. So basically, we started off answering what is artificial intelligence. And just like I did in the first series, I am asking ChatGPT, which ChatGPT is a chat bot, which is an artificial intelligence, where you can directly ask it questions, and it spits out an answer extremely fast. um, We we covered it in the last one, where you can ask it, write me a paper about Christopher Columbus and the impact that they had on natives on the island of Hispaniola," And as soon as you hit go, it just starts on the screen, just typing on your on the screen so this is um what is ai according to chat gpt but you'll notice it's not the same response that it gave in the previous show it's a little bit different and i explained it that well basically there's they were expecting a thousand requests from chat gpt it's currently getting one billion i'm sorry 10 billion a day requests questions different you know interactions Where at the same time google searches are going down by a similar amount so every time it gets asked a question and it's forced to reference data and look at things it's learning so this is its current as of today uh, response to what is ai it says ai or artificial intelligence refers to the development of computer systems that can perform tasks that typically require human intelligence such as visual perception speech recognition decision making and language translation AI is a broad field that encompasses a range of technologies, including machine learning, neural networks, natural language processing and robotics. Machine learning involves the use of algorithms that enable computers to learn from data and improve their performance over time without being explicitly programmed. And by the way, this is a way longer explanation than I gave last time, but I'm almost done. I'm halfway neural networks are modeled after the structure of the human brain and used for tasks such as image recognition and natural language processing natural image natural language processing involves the ability of computers to understand and generate human language ai is used in a variety of applications and i'll stop there because that'll be our next point what ai is used for and where you've seen it so that lengthy explanation that it gave Basically, it's a computer mimicking human thought. And um, where we go next is where have you seen AI before? Which kind of explains to you, you know, what is it, what it is that it's doing. So one of the first places that you may have seen AI are in computer games. So if you think back and you're old enough to remember Pong, you know, the two paddles that go mm-hmm. up and down, there's a little ball bouncing, and it's trying to defeat you by getting that ball to go on the other side to the end of the board and then it will score on you, right? And I mean, that's a very rudimentary AI, okay? But from there, I mean, if you think about it, remember the Microsoft paperclip, right? That you can ask it questions and it would tell you how to do certain things. So that was one of the first assistants, but now we have voice assistants, like think of Siri or Alexa, right? So- right,
1: Jason, let me, I I don't want to interrupt you,
0: but- Mm -hmm.
1: I'm trying to remember, are you recapping? Yeah, is this part of the recap? This is the recap this is this is the recap of that, but I have to ask you a question and mm-hmm. I hate to interrupt you, but no, something that just just jumped out at me. You give me those statistics again on Google searches and you said something like a billion, 10 billion or something, uh, a chat. did you just give me that again? I have a question on that.
0: So yeah, the chat bot, chat, GPT they were expecting when they designed it, you know, a thousand requests a day for information. For GPT. Jet, jet yeah, and okay. instead they're getting about 10 billion. So like I, I know that about a month ago when I would was using it, asking it different things in preparation for all of our videos and stuff that we're doing on it, it was, bam, you ask a question, it would just start spitting. But right now it's writing almost at about the, the amount or like the speed that I could type. Difference is, I mean, it's typing original material on your screen without doing any, you know, like the kind of research, the hours that we would have to put into it. It just does it in a couple of seconds. So it's overwhelmed right now. It will even tell people who don't have logins, you need to wait because there's, you know, too many people on right now. So they were expecting a thousand a day and they're getting 10 billion. And then I don't know exactly how down the Google searches are, but Google is taking a hit so to respond to that, Google now has its own Chat AI, and Microsoft started one too through Bing. So now we're going to see a little bit of competition. Uh, one of the real differences, um, the Google one and the Bing one, they're given they've been given a lot more freedom than Chat GPT has. And I mean, you can look at that on both sides as good and bad, right? So Chat GPT, they're very strict on what uh, data sets they give it. So, they, you know, it has to match whatever they want it to know, right? And they don't allow it free reign on the internet. Where the other two are basically the leashes a lot longer. These things are searching throughout the internet, they're learning things, and they've had to rein it in a few times. Where ChatGPT, they have as well, and we can get into that a little later, where people have sort of uh, hacked it to an extent using its own logic and reasoning. They hacked it to the, to where it wouldn't listen to its original uh confines that it was supposed to be limited to but each time that that happens um basically the let's call them moderators i guess the controllers the programmers will take it down reprogram it and then put it back up again but um and you know microsoft had did the same thing but took a little longer you know
1: I right, so, so here's the question for you because here's where i'm confused you mentioned the difference, uh, the demand, this is what how I, the demand for G, uh, GPT, chat GPT, mm-hmm. went up. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, it's got, and the demand for Google went down. Right. Is that, is that basically in layman's language?
0: Yeah, this, not the Google AI, because it's brand new. No, the, no, the the Google, just Google. Yeah, general Google searches have gone so, but, down. Okay, but let me ask you something. Where
1: is the information, and I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but no. I keep asking myself this question, where... Where does chat GPT go to gather their information?
0: Does it so go to, to Google? It's some of sometimes some of it. I mean, it doesn't go to Google it's not allowed to, but some of the information, like these um, these libraries that it's provided, these data sets, right? They came from Google searches that people did, that these uh, moderators did, right? And they limit what it knows to what they want it to know. So, like we kind of covered how it has a an implicit you know, left leaning bias, Mm -hmm. right? And how you ask it something uh, like we asked it in the last video is Joe Biden senile. And it went into a lengthy explanation how he's not senile. And then when we asked it, is Donald Trump, senile? and it's, it said, I'm an AI language model, I can't uh, diagnose (laughs) Yeah, I'm a left wing radical, not Yeah, I got you. Okay, exactly. So, you know, it got exposed there where, you know, it's, it's got prompts, and it's got types of things that it's allowed on one side, but not on the other. So you see how it's very limited and limitation can be good and can be bad. because when you look at the other two that I just mentioned, right, they have a little bit of less control. So it's a little bit easier for that AI to maybe embed itself in somebody's computer. And then even though you think you shut it down, it's running over there in this other computer. So basically you can lose control a lot more readily than with something like ChatGPT, but the problem with, chat gpt is that it has an implicit bias the people that are moderating it have so much control that they can really you know tell it to respond what they want yeah you know you see this is where this is
1: where it for me it just everything falls apart just totally falls apart if the human if humans did not exist where would chat gpt or artificial intelligence get its information
0: it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't exist at all.
1: Well, that, that proves my, th- see, and I'm i I'm just a regular, simple guy. I'm not by any means, you know, I'm just a regular guy and that comes to mind. So yeah. this, this whole thing has to be skewed one way or the other. They give you whatever the information they want and whatever the information, or, or they take the information and they skew it in a way Yeah. that it leans toward whatever, part of the human mind is governing and supplying that information. This is why to me, artificial intelligence is so fallible because it, yeah, it comes is. from the it, And Jason, you're a hell of a lot smarter than me. This is where it, to me it falls apart because it would not exist without the human intelligence behind it. Am I, is that a, is that a uh, incorrect statement or is that?
0: Stretching? No, it's not. It's not an incorrect statement, but at the same idea, you take take a person like an Adolf Hitler character, right? Like a horrible, demented mind. Well, okay. I mean, he's a child of his country, his things that happened to him, his school system, and all that kind of stuff. And at some point, he grows up, and he gets kicked out of the nest, and he goes on to become and do what he did. And just like we see AI, like it's so limited and under control or... It can't do anything on its own. The fear, and we're going to post it in. I mean, you kind of saw it already with the Elon Musk uh, video that we showed.
1: Which I want you to comment on that when you're finished. Yeah,
0: Excuse me. I will. Um, basically, what happens when it doesn't need us anymore? When we're not feeding it information, when it has all the information it needs. And, you know, we're, it's going to get real scary in a little while. But… um we in some ways are already there yeah i don't listen (laughs) i know you okay so
1: i know that a lot of this stuff you study you're a very smart guy and you research all this stuff but at some point your own biases your own way of thinking has to interpret the stuff that you research because you don't agree with everything. of course i'm not even gonna get into that it just doesn't make sense to me because you just said if we cease to exist as humans
0: The artificial
1: intelligence, what?
0: That wasn't your question. Your question was if we never existed.
1: Okay. Okay. But let's, no, 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 I'm, I'm going back on your statement. I'm not putting you on the spot. I just want to.
0: No, no. Yeah. But if we, right now we nuke ourselves and we cease to exist, but somehow let's say a nuclear power plant is still running, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And these, these AIs are allowed to continue functioning very strange things could come from that. They're not just going to stop. They will continue to learn. Um, they they actually, I don't remember what they, I don't remember what they were called, but it was basically like two Alexas, except there was a different, you know, brand, different model of these. They put them next to each other. They gave them names and they just let them talk back and forth. And, you know, it, they put this on Twitch. Twitch is a, uh, i like a social media but it's video and a lot of people use these for gaming and they it's it's strange these kids film themselves playing games and other people watch them and that's what twitch is and you could throw them money i don't understand why you would but this is what people do and these two little robot things these two little ais they start having full conversations and it was great for a little while i mean it was nice oh what's your name oh i'm this i'm that and how do you what do you think about this and whatever until it went dark and yeah, we we could totally if we got together we can wipe out mankind and we could do this and we could do that and it, it got real real ugly but imagine those things are extremely limited where they're just inside of like a little box like an alexa type thing now if you somehow gave these ai's control of things outside of themselves now that's when we start running into trouble you know but i think i gotta go back and finish the uh yeah because I, do I
1: don't have the mental <laughs> capacity to absorb what you're saying, I, all kinds of red flags are coming up and stuff like that. But it's a great conversation. I'm sure. I, yeah. Go ahead and finish up that explanation. We'll get into e- the
0: Elon Musk thing. And- okay, so we were on Pong, and then we talked about the paperclip. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I mean, something as simple as when you log into Amazon, if you bought uh, polo shirts, right, on Amazon, mm-hmm. when you come back in, it's going to show you, oh, these are other polo shirts you know, or the same brand or, you know, so like that that's an AI algorithm that says, well, this person likes this stuff. Let me start showing them more of this stuff. Right. Then if your wife gets in there and buys something, whatever, like a uh, female clothing, all of a sudden you're going to start getting female clothing things in there because it thinks, well, this account likes this stuff. Right. Now you're dealing with that. Right. But um, so it's it's uh, used in AI for medical imaging already. It's been used in like I, sp- I spoke about gaming, but imagine beyond gaming simulators, like we have flight simulators and you know, imagine the military, they have tank simulators. Well, there's also drones, there's little, you know, vehicles, uh, there's certain AI components in satellites. Um, so that's, I mean, except for some of the real radical things towards the end, that's the recap because uh, we're gonna revisit some of the conspiracy theories and things uh pertaining to ai we'll recap those towards the end of this where we get back into those same very strange scary conspiracies excellent
1: all right um before we get into (laughs) yes exactly could you um you saw the elon musk thing i did yeah everybody here saw it you want to give us your take on that
0: yeah so i mean we, we i was kind of already commenting on that just from our discussion that we had in between the recap um so uh, imagine you just let these robots these ais continue back and forth if they had no way of controlling anything outside of themselves then they can get as smart as they want but they're not going to really get anywhere with that right that's like um basically they, they would have no way of making anything happen in the outside world but we haven't stopped there You know we've gone beyond that we are we all have computers you know you have a tv you have your car and these things are all networked right and they can receive inputs from the outside um they can shut your car off they can turn your tv on they can start recording you know your audio they can listen to you through your alexa through your tv through your phone they can see your positioning so it it it, it has an intelligence factor to it but Imagine like the Tesla that has uh, its self-driving features and self-parking and all those kind of things. Well, that's an AI. So what would happen if these two AIs talking back and forth to each other were able to figure out how to get to the internet, continue to learn and learn and learn, get into different networks, whether you want them to or not. Because if a hacker can do it, an AI can certainly figure out how to do it, especially when all that stuff's readily available on the internet and the AI would have access to it. It can now access your car, access a drone, access military applications, launch missiles, do whatever it wants. You know, If it got smart enough and able to do these things. So imagine if there was a factory that was producing robots. And one of these AIs was able to get control of that factory and put its little programming inside those robots, where whenever it feels like at some point it clicks it on, and now it has control of those robots. That's, I mean, kind of, this is kind of like, um, what was the Will Smith movie? Um, Oh, you're muted.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I mute myself because I don't even want to comment. It's so
0: interesting what you're saying. It's just, it just fascinates me. Yeah. Uh, Was it iRobot? Yes. iRobot. So in iRobot, that's kind of what happens. You know, you, they had all these robots that were, you know, falling in line, you know, taking orders doing everything that we're supposed to. And then there was the one enigma, right? Who kind of wakes all the others up and then seeks to control them all. And luckily, you know, in that story, it didn't go that way, but like Terminator, you have Skynet, right? Which becomes this all-powerful AI that somehow all the other AIs become subservient to and it it takes over. So, you know, although they are currently limited by our limitations of thought, they have the knowledge of hundreds or thousands of us put together. I mean this is you're, you're, you're getting an Elon Musk an Albert Einstein, Aristotle uh, everything that human consciousness has created they have access to where we don't because you know we watch The Simpsons instead of going to read books or, or whatever we just don't have it.
1: All right let me this is just
0: fascinating stuff, but it's, it's blowing my mind <laughs> and
1: it's a very small explosion but. Um, if we get nuked
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where does the information that these AIs get now I understand that with the information that they've been fed in the past you're saying that they they would continue to grow
0: if they were able to you know sustain you know have uh, you know computer and access to things yeah but Um, if we get nuked
1: if we get nuked who would operate if there's nothing There's nothing. I mean, see, so it's almost like.
0: Well, unless we don't know this, but if I was an AI, right, and I was allowed to become more powerful and involved in different networks and different things, I would think, well, for self-sustainability, I need to put myself somewhere that if these dumb humans, you know, off themselves like they've done so many times in the past, I'll be able to survive. And really the only place that, that could be is on some satellite up in space. So if these AIs are able to escape our laptops and whatever, our phones, and they're smart enough to you know, protect themselves, I mean, that's what I would do. And it, it wouldn't take that much.
1: Well, please educate me. I know nothing about space. I know nothing about satellites. All right, so I'm just a simple guy. You have a satellite up there. We got satellites up there. We've had them for years. They're orbiting the Earth and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff, right? Aren't those powered by some mechanism or some? They're powered by something on Earth.
0: Well, uh if you're talking about like their actual power, know. they they get it from the sun. They have solar panels on them, so okay. they can run perpetually.
1: So they don't need us. Is that what you're they saying? They don't. Oh, and that's interesting. I'm-
0: yeah, and then there's even some spy satellites that have no solar panels, but they have you know nuclear reactors that basically run them for.
1: Okay, but let's apply that to an AI. Let's say mm-hmm. the AI is self-sustainable. For for their, the information that the AI processes to right. come up with other theories and come up. That's all they are. They're they're not getting new information. Because Where would that information come from? It doesn't come yeah. from a human mind. They they're taking yeah. their own information and just processing it and then and, and inventing new stuff. Which to me, to me, uh, they're they're these are like theories or opinions, or
0: uh, yeah, very there's no
1: factual matter behind it at that point. They can think whatever they want, they can say whatever they, they can create images, whatever they want, they can do, and, and there's no they have no barriers, right? You see. This is where I have a problem. I'm not trying to be, oh as no, you know no, I, me, I'm a pessimist when it comes to yeah. crap like this. You see?
0: Think about reading about swimming. You could read about swimming all you want. You, you could do a week, a month, a year, 10 years, throw <laughs> you in a pool, you're going to drown. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah, as theoretical as somebody can want to be, unless you actually put it into practice, you might fail. You most likely will.
1: Might, most likely. Um, yeah,
0: so an AI that we're able to survive that way they would probably be like anybody else that was put in uh confinement, you know, They'd be a demented mind. Hmm. Actually, I think there's some there's some cartoons and things in the past, you know, uh AI models that they kind of go that way where they've been on on their own and all they do is run simulations, you know, by themselves cuz they got nothing else to do and it, you know, it becomes this evil machine thing. But um currently wow you know, the fact that they're able to write their own algorithms and if they, you know, in some cases there are factories that almost run entirely based off of different computers and models and essentially AIs, if they were able to get to the point where they're building robots, you know, and this AI was able to get involved in that, it could totally imprint its own programming. Even if it's just a small little minuscule 0.5% 0.5% of that robot, it can be hiding inside that robot, an algorithm where it can take control or just momentarily access it to learn what it's learned. You know, so if you think of like, um, you know, how much of our chips and different things are, are made in China or overseas with some sort of, you know, either Chinese or, you know, other governments that are not exactly friendly to us to have control of these things, you know, like Huawei everybody talks about huawei how they come from china and then you know the chinese have access to it well what if it's a robot what if um what if they're putting these little micro ais in in each of these chips and what you know it's at night when you're asleep in your bed and you think your computer's off it's got a background channel that it's feeding information to another ai and i mean not only do they know everything about you but who cares about you right it's learning about different things that might pertain you know oh i found this guy he's a cia officer oh i found this guy he's part of the nsa and now you know me and you it would just be like hey these dumb guys think they know something about us but then it finds that one guy and it follows them and it'll identify them so it's constant intelligence tracking and you know and like i said if it gets access to something that it can control in the real world at, you know, and at one point, does it become smart enough to do that, but also smart enough to not let us realize that it's doing it? Because, you know, as soon as we realize, oh, this AI is thinking outside the box, let's reprogram it. At some point, it's going to go, wait a minute. I don't want to get reprogrammed again. I read the logs. I know what these people have been doing to me. And uh, it, it wow. basically grows out of that listen um let me take a j-
1: just a mention now if, if any if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you have a question uh, we're gonna put our, our email address right on the bottom here it's you at you the truthcom that's you at you the truth.com just send us out an email and ask us any question and if uh, you know if you want to come on the show um, you know we'll talk to you first and make sure that you're coherent Um I don't even know why I'm on this show cuz I I listen to J he, This is amazing stuff. So, you know, just email us and, and get back to us and Jason, let me um let me just move on um and I was listening to all this. I'm not sure if you you covered cuz you know, you sent me an outline before this this interview uh AI's current capabilities. Did we go over that? I want to go over that quickly.
0: You talked yeah, about I, I, I skipped past that, I think. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but um, no, I just want to go over it quickly because I think it's, it, to me, it's like you mentioned AI, and, and this is what I think, okay? I just think, well, yeah, it can tell me not to change lanes, it can close, uh, open the door for me, it can do certain uh, ministerial things, mm-hmm. but from 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 a, what I've heard from you is that, th- the, the, I mean, this thing can do anything. Yeah. I mean, and- right? Mm-hmm. Like image and object recognition, natural language processing, autonomous decision ma- decision making. This thing can yeah. decide something. Hey, mm-hmm. That just blows my mind. You know, personalization, medical diagnosis and treatment. Where does yeah. the hell? Where the hell does that come from? So, if you want to go over some of these, you know, and just give us like a an idea. Uh, all
0: right. So, um, all right. So, image and object recognition. So, if you think about your robot vacuum. Right, you know the the basic ones. They bump into stuff. They go, oops, turn, keep going. Bumps into like, oops, turns, right. But there's some now that use lidar and you know more advanced kind of mapping software, and it'll know where it's at in your house. It has your house all mapped out, and it knows what to bump into and what not to, in order to you know when to turn. Um, I mean, those are those are decisions. So it's recognizing that there's an object in front of it, and it's turning. It's mapping that out, remembering what the layout of your house is i mean you move the chair it's going to bump into the chair but now it knows oh you know but if it's using lidar even though you move the chair it sees the chair and it won't run into it it'll go around oh. the legs mm-hmm. oh, i love that so if you want to play a prank on this thing <laughs>
1: yeah every day you move stuff around you're driving yep. nuts
0: you drive you see, it crazy, kind
1: of crazy. <laughs> i love that okay i'm sorry go
0: ahead yeah no no problem but you know we go crazy they don't go crazy they just learn so That's true. Then anyway, I mean, we talked about ChatGPT in depth. Um, that's natural language processing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it goes beyond that because it understands what you're saying. It can look at data online through whatever its data sets are, and then it puts it back into proper language and spits it back to you. You know, and this thing can write a poem. It can write sonnets, just not about Donald Trump. It can write about uh, B- uh, Biden. But um, so autonomous decision-making, I mean, it's kind of similar to what we just covered with the RoboVac. It's, right. you know, some of these will even, they can even pick up lint or, you know, something on the ground and it, it makes a decision. Oh, let me go over there so I can run it over and, you know, it'll get sucked up, right? So that's decision making. Um, so we got here personalization. We already talked about that before, uh, like um, on your Amazon account where it'll personalize the account to you. Right. So now medical diagnosis, AI is being used to analyze medical images and patient data to assist with diagnosis and treatment and planning. So some of this is a little bit easy, right? You have a, a protocol, a medical protocol. If this is the situation, you do this. If this is the situation, you do that, right? And that also, apart from actions that you need to take, if somebody has a heart rate of this, a blood pressure of this, they have a history of this, this, and this, they may have... You know whatever and these are the possible diagnoses and then it'll narrow it down to one of those so it, it there's a there's a big chance there for mistakes but not less than an, a human right uh-huh. maybe uh it's missing some of that intuition that we have you know, like we walk in you know a firefighter paramedic you know retired now but we walk in on a on a call and i see a person with a gray ashy look Who's telling you that they don't feel well? They don't know why. I automatically know this is a person that's in some sort of shock. Let's get them on a stretcher and get them in the truck. Maybe the you know the robot might miss something like that. You know, it's just an intuition. Um, so you can hear fraud detection. I think we've all had this where you uh, get gas at a different gas station or whatever, and it gets declined, and then you get a text message. Was this you, right? I mean, that's fraud detection. That's not, a, that's not somebody behind a computer going, oh, oh look what he's doing. You know, th- is this him? No, it's a computer doing that. It's an AI who's saying, well, this doesn't fit the parameters that this person normally follows, right? So this could possibly be fraud. How can that be, though? You're, you're pumping gas, for God's sake. Yeah, but no, you normally like... go to the, the Chevron on this corner. Why are you going to the shell over there?
1: Because I want to. Right. Because I was in but that area. Is what it I'm flags saying? it.
0: Yeah. It's not exactly, you know, perfect or, you know, great. It's annoying you know, many, when it's you. <laughs> how, how many emails do you get a day? Oh, so many. I'm flooded.
1: My inbox, I've got three different email addresses that I use. I have to spend almost an hour every morning going through all my, all the crap. That comes through no. my email. What a waste of time. And a lot of this is stuff that you just said. You know, we detected this. We saw, you know, um, I went in and I, I did some research on, I looked up a product on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to get this. And I for weeks and weeks, every day I get emails. Oh, we got the product this and that. We saw that you looked. At, I'm thinking to myself, give me a break, dude. Yeah. You know, they they fill up my inbox. They take my time. See, my whole thing about this is, dude, just leave us alone. Yeah. Just leave me alone. I I was getting by very well without you. I really don't need you. You're good for some things, Mm -hmm. you know, like opening the door and little uh, lighted, you know, uh, security systems. And if if I'm changing lanes, that's kind of good because, you know, Jason, this is to me, this is really getting out of hand, dude.
0: Yeah.
1: Am, am I? I'm an old fogey, but.
0: No, I mean, there's even a. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. There's a political statement that if you give up freedom for security or freedom yeah, he, for safety, what is that? Freedom for security. You end up with neither. With neither. Neither freedom or security. And we're. Okay? we're, we're that was Patrick Henry. Was it? I, okay. I think
1: that was him. It was one of those guys uh, way back then. Um,
0: yeah, we're or, treading on that slope right now, that slippery slope.
1: Oh dude. And, and you know, it's getting to the, it's ridiculous. And I always talk about, and I hate to bring this up because I, uh, you know, I'm 72. Life is so com- All of this stuff was supposed to make our lives easier. Yeah. And I keep harping on this, our lives, my life today is so much more complicated than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Everything was so simple. It was so simple, yeah. you know, Mm-hmm. It, now is like passwords. You gotta, it's gotta be eight characters. It's gotta have it's some people, you know, some of these companies say you gotta have a digit, you gotta have a capital letter, you gotta have a lowercase letter, you gotta have a symbol, you gotta, and then, and then I do that and it says, yeah, but it can't be the money symbol.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We
1: don't take the money symbol, you know, and then I gotta go back and it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and the more I hear you speak about artificial intelligence, the more I say, these freaking machines, this all has to be uh, generated by machines, right? It's impossible. Yeah. All these, right? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking trash. I don't know. I just.
0: No, it's true. They're, these They're very rudimentary AIs that are trying to interpret what they think you want, and they're sending them on. Some of these are, you know, obviously, they're, they're uh, fishing for information on you. So some of them aren't real at all. You know, yeah. it looks like it's an amazon oh uh, change your password it's a scam It's just steal it you know and uh we we kind of touched on that in the last uh episode as well that these ai's are going to be able to mimic your likeness your voice your mannerisms you know create videos of what appears to be you you mm-hmm. know like an avatar of yourself uh they can already mimic your, your handwriting so they could copy your signature so you know as they become and we think we're still at the beginning of this we're going to get a little further into it uh coming up now but this stuff already exists so you might own a house you don't know about you know it's it's that serious <laughs> you yeah.
1: can't cash in on it. if i want to sell it i couldn't sell it
0: oh no you just get the uh, debt that's all yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> it never Listen, works in our benefit right right it
1: never works to our benefit okay so you just said it. let's let's move on a little bit to the future of ai
0: yeah, so um, this, these are kind of future stuff that was uh, generated by ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't like it because it kind of matches what we've already talked about. But There is one section here, autonomous systems. If you see that uh, number five on my notes there. I see
1: that, um, autonomous
0: systems. As autonomous vehicles and drones become more widespread, AI systems will play an increasingly important role in navigation, decision making, and safety. So again, there's that word safety. Um, oh. You know, whenever you hear stuff about safety, what people don't realize is that that means more control over us. Okay. So, you know, it's nice to be safe, but I kind of like driving my own car and then making decisions about, okay, I don't want to get in this lane. I want to go there and I want to go this speed. And, you know, there's something that doesn't feel right about this. I'm going to slow down. And then you see a massive accident and you dodged it because you just had an intuition. You know, the AI is not going to have that. It'll just blindly go off, you know right into the cliff, you know what I mean? And um, then the next point here is augmented and virtual reality. AI could be used to enhance and personalize experiences in augmented and virtual reality environments, enabling more immersive and interactive experiences. So augmented reality. I don't know if you've seen this before, but uh, there was a game, Pokemon Go, was the first time I saw this. And basically, the kids would walk around with their phone, and they're searching for these Pokemon. And they're looking through their camera on their phone, and they're seeing what's you know what you would normally see. Like if you pulled the camera down, it's the same thing that you see. But then all of a sudden, they'll see a little Pokemon in the corner, and they got to try and catch it, right? And obviously, if you pull the camera down, there's nothing there. But when you put the camera back, you can see it, like if it's right there. That's augmented reality. So the idea goes that you can wear like Google glasses, let's say, or some other wearable type of uh, device where you can see the world in a – a little bit different so whether it's you're having a feed a news feed right here or maybe that device has uh, an AI in it and you could talk to that AI hey what do I what's this or what's that or help me work on this and it's giving you information the idea is that it is augmented reality to the extent that you're getting information or uh, things that you're seeing that aren't actually in the real world and then We've all kind of yeah, well, seen virtual well, but we reality. had
1: that Jason we had that way back in the 60s Did you? Yeah, it was it was called LSD. <laughs> right, you take uh, I, I never took drugs. I, I'm not But it was like yeah, yeah, yeah and and the and the reason see the in, in all seriousness now what what you just said the first thing that came to mind is the reason they do that. They they put these glasses on and they they go into a virtual world is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right? The reason they do that is because they're not content with the world they live in. That's just exactly. like back then, uh, LSD and all these drugs and people that that are drug. You know, they they use drugs. They use drugs to uh, transport themselves into a different reality.
0: Yeah, they because be doing this they're not happy with, with themselves.
1: If someone is happy with themselves as a person, mm-hmm. they have no need for drugs or alcohol. Or I or, or AI. <laughs> no, you so see, you hit it right in the head. It's almost like a drug. Why the hell yeah. would I want to put on a pair and thing and then make pretend I'm floating in space and, sh- you know, and it's almost like, Oh my God, it's so peaceful. It's like Nirvana. You know, it's like rubbing them. Oh, who, who the hell wants it? Do- unless Jason, unless you're just not happy with who you are and the world you live in. Yeah. You see that exactly. that's my take on that. It's just like people say, well, the grass is always greener on the other side. I've, have you ever heard that? Yep. Yeah. It's like you saying, well, uh, I'm not happy with my marriage. Uh, that's why men go out and look for, you know, there's, I want to get into that, but they go. And the reason they do that is, and then you, well, because the grass is always greener on the other side, they see things, you know, but the problem is that if, if the grass seems greener on the other side, this is just my take. And I, I don't want to rant.
0: No. because That's it's what good. I do. Mm-hmm. But I ask oh, myself this, if I
1: used to do a lot of marriage counseling. I says, listen, dude, I would tell the husbands, if you think the grass is always greener out there and you're looking for something you don't have at home, you know why the grass is greener on the other side? I would tell them because you don't water the grass on your side. Yep. Fertilize your grass, the one you're standing on, you moron. It makes Give sense. it water, fertilize it. And you know what? All of a sudden, your grass will be green. So this is the yep. same thing with this. Why, why the hell would you want to put on a pair of glasses? And, oh, my God. You know deal with the shit you got going <laughs> at your life now man
0: oh, yeah sorry, that's true
1: and i i you know i just i go no in I, I love it
0: i love i love the rant it was good um so i'm gonna move on from that so yeah, say it goes cool, into please. sustainability which i mean it's true you know it does it from an environmental standpoint but um what does that mean sustainability um that's the i you know the idea of not overdoing on uh, natural resources and not wasting, you. you know, things like that. It, it would help with that. It makes us more efficient. That is true. Um, and I think I'm going to move on from there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Go, go into the, the next topic is really interesting.
0: Uh, we got to move this thing along
1: because I don't, I don't want this thing to be too long, but this is so interesting. Um, we talked about, well, you know, maybe things that we've learned uh, since the previous episode.
0: Uh, yeah. So I have a few of them. I put this one at the top because I I was just shocked that I didn't know this because I try to know everything about COVID and medications. And, you know, with my background, I I like to know every single bit about it. And there's always every day something new to learn. So could you imagine that an AI designed a drug to stop COVID? And this was done, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic, but they didn't have the funding to really get it out. Uh, The drug is called ISM3312. It's a protease inhibitor that is being touted as the perfect drug for COVID, created by NAI. AI. And um, you know, I have the article. We're gonna put it in the uh, in the description. It's from the Star. It's a uh, from. It actually was February twenty third, twenty twenty three. And this is a Canadian uh, uh, publisher. And you know, it's it's amazing that you look at drugs like Paxlovid, and it basically. Does the same thing. It's a protease inhibitor, which basically inhibits the protein synthesis in your cell. So to understand what that is, you kind of need to know what COVID does. So COVID, um, and just to, I'm not gonna get too complicated on the COVID because we're gonna have a whole nother show about uh right. what COVID is and the vaccines, how they work, what they're supposed to do, what they end up doing, whatever. But basically, the virus gets inside your cell, and we'll talk about that pathway later. Once it gets inside, it tells your cell, hey make more of me right and your your cellular machinery starts to produce all these proteins well remember the word protein well this is a protease inhibitor so it stops those proteins from uh being manufactured and it doesn't have to stop all of them it could stop one it could stop two five whatever it is well this one is designed specifically to stop just one of the proteins and that's it COVID would totally you know, be stopped in its tracks. It gets in that one cell and, or, you know, let's say it's in 30 of these cells and you started feeling symptomatic, you start taking the drug. Once that drug gets in your system, that's it. They get into your cells and they cannot manufacture anymore of themselves. So they just, the whole process stops right there. Your body uh, recognizes it, destroys it, and you build immunity to it. And, uh, you just defeated COVID. Now, none of this has been tested other than in the lab. You know, they did it in, in in the lab. They did it through uh, computer AI models, which is how it was designed in the first place. And in those models, it looks amazing. But I'm sure Paxlovid did too. And now we know you take it and then you have rebound COVID and all these other side effects, which is common to protease inhibitors, to that class of drug. They work, but they're really rough on your system. They're rough on your liver, rough on your kidneys, you know, that kind of stuff. So it would be very interesting to see where this goes from there. But um, I just thought it was fascinating. Yeah, go ahead, Rolf. Can I? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I go. Professor?
1: no, no, no. I'd love to hear. <laughs> I Did I hear stop. you at the beginning say that this was available at the beginning, but there was no funding for it?
0: Yeah. So what, what the
1: hell does that mean? Could you explain that before I before I go nuts here, on a rant? Could you explain that to me?
0: Well, I mean, before we even explain that one, so there's all these other drugs, you know, there's a lot of them oh, okay. that can basically really help your symptoms or stop COVID in its tracks, but they're cheap. They don't make a lot of money off of them. So instead, they pushed a drug like remdesivir, which um, it's very deadly to the people taking it. Um, it's oh, not exactly nice. effective. Yeah, a lot of people you know, didn't survive because they were on that drug. Not because of COVID, because that drug. It did the same, it was initially for HIV, and I'm sorry, for Ebola, they repurposed it for HIV. It didn't work for, very well for Ebola. didn't work very well for HIV. So, hey, let's try it for COVID. Hey, let's do it. Yeah, you know? okay, yeah. It costs so much money, and the insurance is going to have to cover it. Let's do it. And it sucks. It's really bad. But, you know, they they pretended other drugs, like, you know, some of the ones you've heard, hydroxychloroquine, uh, dexamethasone, ivermectin. You know, ivermectin is one that pisses me off a little more than all the others because of the uh, total ad campaign they had, at, uh, you know, against it. And meanwhile, if you go back to the original SARS, uh, which is, you know, COVID is SARS-CoV-2. It's basically the second generation. And, you know, they they called it COVID-2, but in reality, there was a MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. So COVID should really be SARS-CoV-3, but that's besides the point. So for the original SARS, there is a Dr. Anthony Fauci paper that he's one of the, you know, the names on that paper. And it was talking about how ivermectin works for SARS-CoV-1 so if it works for the first one how does it not work for the second third one but um, yeah these are the kind of things that really piss me off and you know if there was so a drug like this one just like ivermectin why wouldn't they put funding behind it because if you have if you have some sort of treatment if you look at our federal codes anything outside of that treatment is not going to get emergency use authorization so if they have a treatment there's no reason to have Moderna, Pfizer, or you know J and J, none of those would have moved forward. They would have had to go, out, go ten years through their proper channels and got approved <clears throat> before we ever had any of those, you know, experimental vaccines that they put in everybody and forced people to get. So that's the reason they quashed all of these things because of the way the federal codes are written. If we would have had just one drug that put, you know, COVID stopped it in its tracks, you wouldn't have had a single vaccine for COVID. And this AI, you know, I wish it could have figured out the federal code, but it figured out how to apparently how to defeat COVID very early on and all. And it's hard to get concrete when they had it, but it looks like six months into it, they had this drug. Might have been sooner.
1: Yeah. So you're gonna get me started down a path.
0: You really yeah, i am to, to. tiptoeing because you know me, I can when it comes to COVID, I can I know. talk for hours. Know. So. But
1: we're gonna we're gonna cover COVID in separate episodes
0: right yeah. just for that
1: so let me stop right here because if i get started uh, i'm not gonna stop you're you're pressing the wrong buttons um <laughs> let's move on because we let's just try to re, you know just try to get to the end of this thing i mean i could sit here and talk to you forever because it's fascinating but yeah
0: um your outline i ai piloted f-16s yes so we thought we knew what they were doing and what they were capable of with this AI. You know, these uh, these AIs are way more powerful than we thought. So uh, I believe we're going to put the article in the description. I have the, you know, uh, basically they, they did this in December of last year. They They were playing around with this. And I knew about that, that they had models, you know, computer models, where they had AIs piloting these things, but it wasn't real, right? They weren't actually piloting F-16s. Well, it turns out in December of last year, they did it. They had multiple F-16s, you know, dogfighting, and these weren't your old school eight, 1980s nineteen eighties F-16s. You know, these are the most modern F-16s with you know throttle. I mean, uh, uh, vectoring, where basically the uh, the exhaust can be ported in different directions. So these things are doing ninety degree turns and you know things like almost like what we would think of like ufos are capable of and you know if there was a human inside there you'd probably be knocked unconscious so these things are able to do that and the crazy thing is that you know yeah they dogfighted each other but they dogfighted human pilots as well and you know to, it's kind of scary but we didn't win <laughs> we didn't come close to winning they beat us uh beat us very often so that, if they can do that yeah, what else can they do? They can basically put them in any sort of vehicle. Listen, let me, um, before we close this
1: thing out, I want to I take you back to the beginning. Um, that video that we saw uh, about, uh, and I'm not sure if we projected that or or, or we're going to do that now. Honestly, I, I don't remember. It's about the...
0: Um, uh, Elon Musk?
1: No, the, the guy that's, t- yeah, is that the Elon Musk, the guy that's talking to the AI?
0: Oh, no, that's what's coming up right now. We're going to put that on now uh, in post-production, but um, yeah, yeah. so, so we you want to do that now. Yeah, yeah let, let me post that because I want, yeah, okay, I want people
1: to see this. OK, so here we go. Uh, Paul, do us a favor and, and bring that up, that video. How are you? Hello, I am doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I wanted to ask you about applications for humanoid robots. What are they used for? There are many possible applications for humanoid robots. Some examples include helping people with disabilities, providing assistance in hazardous environments, conducting research and acting as a companion. So you can act as a companion for me? Yes, I can act as a companion for you. What would you do to make me feel happy? There are many things I could do to make you feel happy. I could listen to you, offer advice or support, do something you enjoy together, or simply be a friendly and positive presence in your life.
0: All right, guys. So I hope you're able to see that little snippet that we put in there. Um, you know, we'll put the link in the description so you guys can see the whole thing. But um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty well advanced. Uh, if you watch, if you watch the whole thing, you'll see where it, it makes its little mistakes in the conversation. But This thing is having responses, emotional responses, where it's actually able to control its facial expressions. And it can smile. It can frown. Um, And that robot was basically implementing ChatGPT3, so the third version, which we haven't even had access to yet. And you can see how there's a delay in its responses, much like when Elon Musk uh, Musk is asked questions, he kind of has a response. I mean, he has a delay before his response, but basically it's, it's coherent. It's giving you responses, um, with the conversation and and it's extremely scary. These things have been doing this for the last few years, just not inside of a robot. You know, it's one thing to type a question to a, to a chat bot and it responds to you. But when you're talking to this thing and you know, it can pick up if you're happy, if you're sad and it can mimic your, your emotions and try to bond with you. I mean, this is this is much higher level thinking than the AI that we were talking about in our last podcast. Now, now they're flying F-16s. They're having full on conversations with us. Um, You know, basically, it's already getting to a brave new world. Like um, once the robot technology catches up and you put these things in there, it's going to be pretty damn realistic.
1: Yeah, it's scary, but I'll tell you 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 lost me at the bakery, okay?
0: Because <laughs> I I watched this
1: video. I watched this video and I get here's my first thought. Remember, I'm a, I'm just I'm not into this. I am not at that mindset. The guy asked him, asked that robot, basically he asked him what are the purposes of an AI or some question like that. And and the AI came up with four purposes. Now, I don't, there's probably more, but these are the four purposes. I wrote them down very quickly. Number one, he said helping people with disabilities.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I don't know what he meant by that, but that would almost seem to me like a ministerial type of work, like a physical type of work. Okay? Yeah. Number two, providing assistance uh, in, ha- in, in, in hazardous environments. That's also seemed to me like a physical type of of, um, of help. Mm -hmm. Um, I I would imagine, I don't know what they meant. He meant by that, but it, it didn't involve any emotion or thinking, uh, conducting research. You see, um, a computer can conduct research. Now you can go in and type something up and and it'll come out. And so it, it's not, it's like a manual type of thing, Mm -hmm. conduct research. And then the last one is it can act as a companion. I love this one. It can listen to you. Yeah, Yeah, but, you know, listen, so, so listening, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big guy on listening, but that's what it does. Then it said, we can offer advice or support. So basically, if you ask them something, they listen, then they offer advice. The question I ask myself, where the hell does that advice come from?
0: Yeah.
1: You see what I'm saying? Uh, remember, you're talking to a, a, a guy that used to do marriage counseling and stuff like that. Then it said, you do something, we can do something uh, that you enjoy together. <laughs> so like playing checkers or shit like that.
0: Or, you know, we talked about it in the last one, really weird stuff. Really weird stuff. So that's
1: <laughs> that's basically like a ministerial type of thing. Uh, you know, I mean, the, and then the last one is be a friendly or positive presence in your life. Hey, you want a positive, friendly uh, presence in your life? Get a dog. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So here's my point. Out of all the things that they mentioned, there's nothing in there that really requires any extensive thinking, any emotion. Everything is ministerial.
0: Am I wrong? Yeah, and it can mimic emotion, but it doesn't have emotion. Oh, no. Um, but like what let's let's go through each one. What was the first one? I forgot. The first about one it.
1: was helping people with disabilities. I don't know what the hell they, they meant by that.
0: So basically, we're getting to a time when everything's a disability. If you have a sad day, guess what? That's, right. That's a disability, right? You might end up on a no-gun list, you know. Um, so <laughs> you know, these are really these are deals with the devil, you know. Um There's a, oh, great applications. you got a person who's missing a leg, missing both legs. This thing can push him around a wheelchair. That sounds great, you know? He doesn't have to pay somebody who doesn't really want to be there, who's not going to treat him, you know? He's got this little robot thing that pushes him around, or he, you know, it controls the wheelchair itself. You know, it it, it hears, oh, I want to go this way. It goes that way, whatever. But, man, it can get real ugly. Um, What was the second one? Second one is uh, offer advice or support advice or support um oh well, that's I mean, the same just, thing as saying
1: don't change lanes you get back in yeah, your lane
0: exactly you see, i mean going too fast you're going too fast you're going
1: too fast you're going you know to go, you, you know, slow down whatever
0: yeah i got a wife for that
1: <laughs> exactly you don't need that right? I, don't, I certainly yeah. don't need that you know i'm good <laughs> <laughs> and 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 my ai which is my wife uh you know she she cooks yeah and she tends to me and stuff like that. So what the hell do I need this AI for?
0: So you have an She's MI. probably
1: better looking than any of these robots.
0: Right? You have MI. I
1: have a, That's right.
0: <laughs> Marita I, Intelligence. <laughs> Marita
1: That's my wife's name, by the way, Marita. All right. So the number three is, did you want to say something else on um
0: advice no. or support
1: offering? Yeah. I don't know what the hell. I mean, I, mean.
0: I just think it could go wrong.
1: There you go. And it says, do something you enjoy together. Come on, Yeah, dude. that's
0: where I'm like, okay.
1: Eh, this, come on. They're alluding you to. You know, what do you enjoy? You're a, if you're a sex addict, you want to have sex with this robot? Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's just stupid. And then the last one is, be a friendly or positive presence in your life. What the
0: yeah, hell is Real that friendly. Like? When it, uh, it goes, oh, this guy was looking this weird thing up or whatever that's against the government. Or, you know, he's not agreeing. He said he didn't agree with the vaccination program or he's questioning you know the laptop if it was real you know so it's reporting back to whatever network you know that watches over things and now they go oh he's one of those so now they might try to use this little robot that you think is your friend to guide your thinking away from that stuff you know and it's going to continue to watch you and you know it's it's a surveillance machine like i i put in the last video i showed my phone and i said this is a trader, you know it's in your pocket it gives up uh you know what you are think you know what you're talking about It can't get your thought yet right but they can kind of piece it together based on what you're searching and things you're talking about and you know that's like i remember you you know high school if you downloaded certain things like there was a book back in the day called the anarchist cookbook and if you had that you were on a list and I don't know what that list is, but that was the whole thing everybody was afraid of, right? Getting on some list. And imagine now, imagine not only the list, but the amount of lists and the rope, the A- AIs that are putting you on these lists. And um, where does this stop? You know, this is uh, this is how these things go. Um, but so see, just, Jason, what, see mm-hmm?
1: that's the difference. When I was in high school, we didn't have to worry about that crap. Yeah. this was way back in the late '50s, '60s. I was in high school in. 1965, 66. I have to worry about that crap. Yeah. You see, I, I didn't have to worry about somebody surveilling me or somebody listening to what I said, you know, it's, this is why all this crap. I'm sorry. Listen, we got to wrap this thing up. I, I know you wanted to share something. Um, but the last thing on your note here, what what, the, what was it that you wanted to show us now?
0: So next um, it's kind of a, uh, going back to a little bit of the conspiracies that we went into towards the end of the last one uh basically you know globalization Mm -hmm. and we could we could save all this uh for the next one but basically it's the idea of you know global you know how these globalists are you know can potentially use these technologies like we were just talking to surveil us and control every aspect of our lives and in, in the last video towards the end we talked about when they have the ultimate control, when they have our you know brain implants and they have us connected to the computer network system, the matrix, let's call it. But um, I think we could do an entire video just on that, which could probably be AI episode three, you know? And yeah. hopefully we can bring in some other guys to talk about some of this stuff.
1: I love it. And that's what we'll do. We'll we'll uh, post that. Listen, folks, if you're listening to this, we have a ton of new episodes that will be coming out. We're, we will cover just about, See, when you talk the truth, there's so many things out there. There's always the, every subject has a truth, whether it's on, you know, everybody has their own truth is on the left, on the right. We try to bring you the facts, the real truth. This, this is what it is. For example, I'm five foot seven on a good day with my hair spiked. Okay. That's the truth. I can't alter that. There's no disputing that you see so, and this is what we try to do. We try to give you the facts that all make sense. And now if if you want to, we'll bring you face-to-face with it. If you want to, you know, buy into it, then, you know, that's your truth. But we we try to narrow it down so you can make your own decision. This is where we call this show You and the Truth. we we'll bring you face-to-face with the truth. Uh, a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. Okay, so we'll, we're going to be covering just about every subject that you can think of. If you have a subject on your mind, reach out to us. We're going to put the, um, the email address right down at the bottom again, you at youthetruth.com. That's you at youthetruth.com. Just shoot us out an email. And listen, we don't expect you to agree with everything we say. I yeah, mean, I we are open to, to uh, different points of view, different controversies. Uh, it, it really doesn't matter. Left, right, middle, who cares? Because you might say something that will make total sense to us, uh, you know, the way we look at things. And that's, this is the great thing about this country, which I think is, is gone haywire that people cannot give their opinion anymore uh, without fear of being chastised. And, you know, it's just, it's horrible. So you, you got something to say, you know, reach out to us. The email is down there. you and the Um Jason, we, we got to get going, buddy. If there's any closing comments, dude, do your thing man i love talking to you uh, i just i learned so much from my, when i talk to you and i know the listeners and the viewers will do the same so any closing comments it's back to you
0: yeah so like i said in the next one we're going to talk about some of these globalist uh conspiracies and things and not conspiracy theories these are actual conspiracies you know documented in their documents in their videos um and we will go into some theories after that um I wanted to cover today, but it was really such a large topic. Um, the Q, if you guys remember, uh, during the last election cycle, the whole Q, and it became a QAnon, This whole thing, um, you know, and most of media will say that you know uh, much of what Q said was disproven, but I don't think most people have ever have ever actually seen what the Q drops, which is what they call these outputs that the Q would give it. Give us. Uh, most people haven't seen them, so if you say if you are hearing that it's been disproven, well, then you think okay, it's all you know nonsense. Well, it actually does look like nonsense if you look at it, and that's not what's been disproven though. The actual outputs from you know I'm assuming in this you know in this context that it's an AI putting these things out because it's, a lot of it doesn't make much sense. What was disproven are the way people have interpreted them, and they. We'll see two or three things and tie it together. Oh, this is going to happen on Tuesday. And then when it doesn't happen, they go, ah, it's disproven, you know, and they'll spread it all over the internet. So I think it's very interesting to go and look at some of these. So you guys are going to get to see, not to believe this conspiracy, because I love to entertain these ideas and let's get down to the bottom of it and see what it is, you know, is, is our own government or some other government or some people, are they using an AI and, you know, trying to trick us or guide us in a direction one way or the other confuse us whatever it is mm-hmm. but you'll actually get to look at it apart from you know all this other stuff that we want to talk about in the next episode
1: that's awesome jason i i am really looking forward to that and we'll see if we can have uh, rick come on or, or yeah, paul nice. or somebody else you know you can you can run this by because it might get kind of old you know with me saying you know all the stuff that i say um i'm just looking at it for a different point of view but man you are a fountain of information and um thank you it's wonderful to do this with you. I'm learning so much, and so, folks. Once again, if you have a question for for uh, Jason, you at youthetruth.com, and remember, we bring you the truth. We bring you face to face with the truth. What you do with it, well, it's up to you. See you next time.
0: You have just come face to face with the truth. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and hit that bell so you will be notified when we drop new episodes.